Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Truly Your VA with Janice podcast. This is the business podcast to connect, collaborate, and engage with other entrepreneurs and take a little bit of something from each podcast. And, you know, maybe you are that one that wants to start your own business. Well, obviously, today I have an amazing guest on, and I'm going to introduce her in just a moment. Um, But I first want to ask, all of our listeners and viewers a question are you following your passions to the fullest i am excited to introduce to you she's a first act but she's helping coach women with their second act act success on how to change careers and lord knows it's you know when we respectfully get up in age it's a little difficult how to start a business and follow those passions while changing your career without further ado I would love to welcome the amazing Shannon Shannon Russell excuse me to the truly your VA podcast welcome Shannon I'm so excited to have this conversation with you Oh, me too. Thank you for having me. I know we've had lots of conversations off camera so this will be nice to chat again with all of your listeners. Thank you so much. And obviously you have your own podcast and um, we'll make sure all that information, of course, gets in the show notes. Now, sometimes I don't know where to start, but you know, I have a couple of different questions in mind. So I'm just going to go with the first one that rolls off, off of my tongue. We know, of course, for women in the workforce arena, <laughs> especially when you're in that mode, and it could be something as simple as in between, um, you know, emptiness syndrome and, you know, sending the children off to college and then kind of redefining your role, not only as a mother, but, you know, maybe these feelings start to come up with, oh my gosh, I have this passion. I want to start this business and I know it will do so well. But there's a fear behind that. Can you explain how you go about this amazing process of coaching your clients when they first come to you? Sure, because that fear is real, right? You're leaving something that is stable, something that's familiar, something that's providing for you and your family and taking a risk essentially, right? You're switching careers, you're trying a new passion to see, you know, if you can sustain a business with that. So there's a lot of fears, but I think what I like to talk with my clients about is taking the skills and the experience that you've had in your first act or, you know, the beginning part of your career where you have a lot of skills and you might not think that those skills are transferable into what you want to do in the future, but they are. And they're, they're, it could be anything from just your interpersonal skills, dealing with a team to maybe you were working in marketing and now you want to open a business. Well, you can use those marketing skills to market your new business. So we really break down where you are today to help you get where you're going. And I think what's surprising to a lot of people, a lot of my clients at least, is when you really break down all that you already know how to do, you surprise yourself. And then it opens up the door for you to think, well, yeah, I have a little bit more confidence now to know that I can attain the second act and feel like I do have the skills and the authority to try it. And, you know, you hit on something very key there and it's the word confidence. Like we can say 
<laughs> we can say we're going to have confidence. We can, you know, know with authority that yes, we will have confidence, but it's like, I, I almost picture um, the, you know, a heart with, and you know, the, the, the arrow, right? So it's like here, the heart references the confidence, but there's that spirit that kind of gnaws at us. And, and I think if we looked at confidence in a different respect, and as you stated, like breaking down what you already know, and, you know, just to share, you know, what really resonated with me too, is when I decided to start my VA business, you know, I've been a paralegal for 30 plus years. And there was almost, for me, I think I was thinking on a larger scale, it was too much. It was way too much. So part of the process too, is niching that down. What would you say to someone who, you know, maybe they sit down and they write down all their skills that they can, of course, apply to starting or opening their business, but then they're looking at it like, well, that might be too much. Like how, how do you go through the process of niching down? That's something that we work on a lot. So you're right. Like you might have a million passions and so many things that you want to do, but I talk a lot about non-negotiables and your priorities. Cause if you're going to make a change and it's going to be that fear base that we just discussed, then you want to make sure that you are confident in that change. And it is something that is going to be fulfilling to your future. So you have all these skills. Well, what are your non-negotiables? Do you want to have weekends off? Do you want to be finished by three so you can pick up your kids from school? Do you want to be able to travel? You know, so what are your non-negotiables in this next act? This way, when you're looking at what career or what business you might want to start, whatever it might be, you can check those boxes of what is a non-negotiable. So that'll help you kind of niche down. So I'm sure Janice, you had so many skills as a paralegal and you had to look at all of those and say, okay, I want to open my own business. What can I do? And you were able to find those skills and narrow it down into this VA business um, and look how successful it is. So yeah, I think you're right. And niching down and really saying, I'm going to switch. This has to be good. So what do, what are my parameters? And then that kind of helps you whittle things down a little bit. Mm, and as you were describing the non-negotiables, I was kind of going in my head, okay, I, I have some non-negotiable, non-negotiables, which I'm kind of shifting around mm -hmm. because we all know life is hectic, but I think the important thing to remember too is and this is part of the name of a book that I'm writing. Um, there's always nevers that we should consider with those non-negotiables. Like you were mentioning, for instance, um, maybe you want to end your day at three o'clock because you have to pick children up or whatever, <coughs> excuse me, whatever that may be for you. And so that is a hard non-negotiable, but there are certain things which I'm feeling should never be considered. What would those be for maybe some um, some of your clients that have come to you? Sure, like, or even for myself as a quick example, when I left the television industry, I was working crazy hours, commuting about two hours each way from New York City to my home. And my husband was in that industry as well. And the hours and the stress of 
leaving my team early, not finishing my, my work so that I could commute home and get my son from daycare. It was all too much for me. And I really was getting in a place of burnout. So for me, my non-negotiables, when I decided to leave TV and open my own business was that I could be present for my kids. And I wasn't adding the extra layer of commute stress on myself. Um, and I've had clients who have done that as well. I had um, one client who actually was doing a similar commute to me and she was realizing it was too stressful and her priorities changed. And she realized she wasn't as passionate about the industry that she was in, which was fashion, now that she has kids and that she really enjoyed breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. And so she started thinking about that and she decided to use her commute time to get her cert certification to be a lactation consultant and she's opened her own business. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah. So it was just like looking at your non-negotiables. What am I interested in now? Because our interests um, change too over, over the years. And so it's finding what can I do to change um, and make sure that I'm hitting those non-negotiables and avoiding those numbers, as you mentioned. Right. And I, and I think that is um, so vitally important. And I think it's okay too, you know, to have that, you know, establish that type of a foundation. And of course, as you go through your business, as your business progressive, um, again, referring back to my VA business, of course, I've been in business for myself for a little over three years, but within the last year, it's obviously shifted in ways that I never expected. And I think when you go into business for yourself, you know, it's easy to say, well, expect the unexpected. And of course that, you know, happened in my case, but what would some suggestions be for your clients or maybe something you've established for yourself where you have those things pop up, as I explained to you, um, before we hopped on live, there, there's a situation going on in the other end of my house. And of course, I didn't expect that. And I'm a live podcaster. And of course, I want to just sidebar for a second to welcome all of our listeners on the Wisdom Audio app. So if you hear some kind of quirky noises in the background, there's a lot of hoopla going on with, with the issue. And we'll just leave it at that. That's unexpected. <laughs> so I think it's, um, you know, building a team, which when you're starting as a, a, you know, solopreneur, you don't have that team, but I guess it's just having, whether it's an employee that you are paying or a partner or a family member or a friend or someone that you can reach out to, that's kind of your venting, you know, person that you mm -hmm. can vent to share problems with. Um, when I was first starting out, I, when I was changing careers, I opened a franchise. I knew I wanted to own my own business and that was the easiest way for me to learn about business. I felt like by having that support of our corporate office and I've made some of my closest friends through that and we chat every day and share things that we're going through and, you know, help each other. Um, and then now that my business has progressed and I have a big team underneath me, it's just having team members that I can rely on so that if if something happens, you know, they're there to back me up. And that is so important. I have an amazing director of my franchise business and she handles everything. She is um, one of my closest friends and just an amazing, you know, person to have on the team that when something comes up with my family or health issues or whatever it might be, I've got someone there to make sure the business is still running. 
And that is so vitally important. And I, I always chat about, um, you know, excellent things that I'm, I'm good at and, and I totally own it. But I also say, um, like if you contacted me, for instance, to do a funnel, I know what a funnel is, but I don't know how to put the flipping thing together. So I've, I hired that out and I have a really great gal who, who helps me out with that. But, you know, just to know that you have that someone that you can reach out to. And I think that's really a great idea, like almost like um, a network accounting accountability partner. Yes. Yes. And you know what? In today's age, you can really find that online in so many different areas with Facebook and Instagram. And I actually had a woman on my podcast um, and we just hit it off so much um, as you and I have become super friendly as well. But this other woman, we just became friends. She lives in England. Um, we talk every single day. We started our own little master class. Um, she's a business owner as well. So she is a business coach where I'm a career coach. But we chat every couple of weeks, like a legit chat where we share ideas and we help each other with our businesses. And it's been amazing. And that's just someone who I've never met in person. We chatted on each other's podcasts and just become friends on Instagram. But that is someone that I rely on now and we really do help each other. So I think it is a matter of just finding that accountability partner, like you mentioned, and you really can do that. It could even be in your friend network. If someone's in a similar career path or a similar situation, just to reach out and say, Hey, do you want to have a virtual coffee? You know, we're so used to being able to do things virtually now that we need to take advantage of our network of, you know, people who are close by and then people who are international. That is so true. And, you know, I think back to that point when I knew, you know, I've been trying to figure out this funnel thing for like over two years. And I'm like, well, like, I got to give this up now, like for me to relinquish that. And there's an aspect of that associated too when you're when you're hiring a team. But I knew you just know when you have to do it. And part of the process too is accepting the fact that, you know, maybe someday I'll learn how to do a funnel. But right now, it's not that I can't be bothered with it. It's that the mechanics for me and all the stress that I go to to try to figure it out, or I just hire it out and I'm saving money yes. in actuality. I'm with you. I can't figure out the funnel aspect either. It's so funny that you said that. And I have a friend who on my career coaching second act success side, she has a marketing background and now she's home with her kids. So I'm like, Hey, can I hire you to help me with, with that? So she handles the funnels and the marketing aspect. And I think it's, it's brilliant to have someone else who, who's better than you. That's a huge, right. of, you know, growing your business. Oh, it so is. And I'm okay saying that. And yeah. I that quite a few times that you know if you're going to contact me to do a funnel I'm not your person but obviously I know a lot of people and can you know refer you to someone and speaking of referrals and this is why I love what I do uh, not only on the, this podcast truly your BA with Janice but of course my other two podcasts is to connect with different people literally from around the world. And of course, as you mentioned, your friend from England that you've established that relationship, like to me, that is so exciting. It is. It's, I think that's my favorite part of the podcast journey. Um, and it sounds like you might agree. It's just, you get to meet people and really just 
learn from them and learn together. And then like, if there's someone who I know is looking for a VA, guess who I'm going to send them to? You. So it's, you know, you build your network. Um, just the other day, I was looking for help for a course that I'm working on um, about resume writing. And I'm like, that's, I can, I'm a career coach, but I'm not an expert on resume writing. So through just asking a couple of people, I found an amazing resume writer who now is in my Rolodex of people that I would recommend when someone's looking for that. So I think just the fact that we meet so many people through these awesome conversations that we can really help each other in the long term. Oh, absolutely. And of course, um, we all know social media, you know, obviously has exploded. Um, you know, of course, I'm simulcasting through the Wisdom Audio app as I'm live on Facebook and, of course, recording to the cloud. And of course, all that will get processed later. But you think of terms in aspect of people connecting. Um, and we have a lot of listeners on the Wisdom app right now, but the people that listen to this maybe, um, you know, through my website or where, wherever you can find the Truly Your VA podcast, I'm on a couple different podcast platforms. But to me, it's so much more about the connection. Now the connection aspect of it, and I've had a lot of chats with entrepreneurs lately, and this seems to come up a lot lately, is what is the right way to connect with somebody? Like maybe somebody sends you a friend request and there's mutual friends. And I always, you know, just love to say, hey, it's so nice to meet you. What do you do? You know, that type of thing. We all know there's a right way and there's a wrong way. What have you encountered as far as the wrong way? Well, I think it's just coming out and being salesy right away, right? When someone requests you, and especially on LinkedIn, this happens to me a lot, where someone will request you and you think, well, that's more professional, so of course I'll accept. And then immediately the, do you want this? Can I help you with this? Can I... For me, that's a big turnoff where I don't want to engage with that person at all. Whereas if it was someone who maybe commented on some posts and were being engaging, and then that would be something that maybe, you know, a month later they said, hey, I'm working on this course. Would you be interested? But I think when it comes to, hi, nice to meet you. I have this that I can offer you. It's a little much. I, I yeah, I have to agree with you. And it makes me think of this message that I got last week. Now, this person, I have um, tons of connections with other mutual friends, but it was um, the immediate, and, and I don't mind an immediate um, reach out. I don't, um, but I only try to, for instance, check my, and I'm having issues now with the Facebook messenger thing, but I may in the morning and then in the afternoon, because I am so focused on my client's projects and then I want to say, I saw the message come in and then it was about four, almost five minutes later. You there? You there? Yeah. Totally yeah. wrong. Totally yeah. turned me off. A thousand percent. I agree. I agree because it's hard not to just be on there answering all day, but you're right. I tried to do the same thing. There's like, you know, two or three times where I check. So let me check. And it might be 24 hours before I respond and that's not because I'm sitting around, you know, painting my nails. I'm I'm working and I'm trying to grow things. And and so there's just some level of respect, I think, um, when it comes to replying, especially to people that you have not connected with yet in a, a personal way. 
Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. My gosh. Um, Shannon, how can our viewers and listeners get in contact with you? Everything's really on my website, which is secondactsuccess.co. Um, so as soon as you click on there, I have a freebie that pops up that you can download and it's five questions to ask yourself before you move to a second act. So I feel like that's just a nice way to kind of start thinking about that if you're interested. And then my coaching um, options are there, my course and my podcast is all on there and social media as well. Oh, fantastic. And of course, I will make sure that all of your contact information is in the show notes. Um, this has been such an amazing conversation. We definitely have to get you scheduled in again, because I have so, too many questions that, you know, we could be chatting for like an hour or two. But in any event, I want to thank my listeners on the Wisdom Audio app, and I'll do the sign off here. And then, of course, we'll do the official uh, sign off on Facebook. Again, thank you to all my amazing listeners, and you'll see this podcast uploaded to my Truly Your VA um, website probably toward the end of the day. And remember, it's all about the connection, collaborating and engaging in such a meaningful way. Thank you, Wisdom, and we'll see you again real soon. Hey, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you're going to be viewing this podcast from. Shannon, I can't thank you enough. You have provided so much great information and you are a first act, second to none, just saying. Thank you, Janice. This has been so lovely. We could have talked all day. Oh my God, absolutely. <laughs> Now, everyone, if you have a, if you're an entrepreneur, if you want to connect, collaborate and engage, please don't hesitate to reach out because I would love to showcase you on the Truly Your VA podcast with Janice. My name is Janice Malillo, your host. Truly, I was inspired by this first act. Thank you so much, Shannon. And we'll see you all again real soon. Bye for now.